0: The following podcast contains coarse language, adult themes, and the inevitable return of COVID-19.
1: eight pm last night, New South Wales reported 97 cases of community transmission. Unfortunately, 24 of those were infectious in the community. The pandemic continues to evolve. It continues to set its own rules. Last week marked the fourth consecutive week of increasing cases of COVID-19 globally, with increases recorded in all but one of WHO's regions. Unfortunately,
2: fewer vaccinated Americans means more sick Americans, because last week, 42 states saw an increase in COVID-19 cases. No, no, America. The pandemic's got to be over. I threw out my sweatpants. I killed my sourdough starter.
1: We don't want to see community transmission extend to other parts of Sydney at this stage. And after 10 weeks of declines, deaths are increasing again. What the scientists are saying is this
0: is the right date or is as good as any other date to do this. Uh, but it's got to be taken seriously.
2: Surprise. The new COVID hotspots are mostly places with low vaccination rates. Come on, guys, get the shot. Don't make celebrities sing again.
1: <laughs> uh, to also reduce their mobility. That means stay at home. Don't leave the house unless you absolutely have to. It uh,
0: should not be taken as an invitation by everybody, uh, simply to have a great uh, jubilee. This surge can also be blamed on the highly contagious Delta variant, which accounts for more than 51 percent of all new cases. The Delta
1: variant is ripping around the world at a scorching pace. Please know that if you have symptoms, you shouldn't be going to work, you should be getting tested and going home. What we have decided to do, to go forward into week four, is that those payments will be increased to $600 for those who um, have lost more than 20 hours.
2: The Delta variant is so serious that experts are warning it could cause a surprising amount of death. Never a combination of words you want to hear. Minutes, the peak of the resurgence will, however, be much lower if the return to pre-pandemic
1: behaviours is gradual than if it's rapid. We continue to hear reports from all regions of the world about hospitals reaching capacity. Uh, and it always uh, hurts to say this, but we need to extend the lockdown a further, at least a further two weeks. Uh, however, we'll obviously assess the situation at the end of those two weeks and provide information beyond that. Nowhere We ain't
0: So, yeah, in the immortal words of P. Diddy, folks, we ain't going nowhere. As predicted, Sydney is in lockdown for at least the next two weeks, and if we're honest, that is more likely to be extended for quite some time. Hectic restrictions have been brought in, for particularly for the people of Fairfield local council area in Sydney's southwest, including getting tested every three days if you work outside the council area. Cases have risen and fallen, but the overall trend is up. Just to add fuel to the fire, the Delta variant has spread around the world, is fast becoming the major variant across nearly every continent. Frankly, folks, globally, doesn't look good. So I decided to call Tell Benjamin. Tell's an actor, a writer and an award-winning director, but more importantly, he's one of my closest mates. On our first day at drama school together, we got made buddies completely at random by a teacher and we've gone on to look after each other ever since. We've lived together, made cool stuff together, gone to and hosted some excellent parties together and most importantly, played some cracking games of Dungeons and Dragons together. He's a wonderful human and I had a fantastic chat with him this afternoon. Here he is.
2: G'day
0: mate. G'day, sweet boy. How you doing?
2: Good. I'm just putting you on my uh, headless. Hang on a sec. Oh,
0: the headless. <laughs>
2: that's what that's what Danny and I call it. The headset. Hang on a sec.
0: No, no, you're good, Ray. There we go. Oh wow, the quality, Tel. The quality.
2: I just I want you know high production value. <laughs> 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 I won't settle for anything less.
0: That's what I love about you, Tell Benjamin. A lot of people come on this podcast and they just, you know, take it real crazy, think I can deal with all kinds of shitty audio, but not you, my friend. <laughs> <You're laughs> That's what best for you. That's right, man. I really appreciate that. How are you, big guy? What's going on?
2: Um, I'm pretty good. Um, big news today. What's the big news? Oh, we're in lockdown for another two weeks, my friend. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that. Did you not
0: know that? <laughs> yeah, no, I did, yeah. <laughs> I've just finished putting together the uh, the intro package for this episode. And, oh, great. Um, yeah, I've gone for uh, P. Diddy's classic, uh, Bad Boys for Life. Um, <laughs> a, because I thought it, it was very representative of how much a bad boy you are, and, and B, <laughs> that it has the quintessential chorus of, uh, we ain't going nowhere, which I felt yeah, summed up true. my life very, very much
2: right now. Yeah, 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 Absolutely. It's a bit of a fuck, huh? It is. I don't know how much you want to talk about it. Nah, man, um, talk about in, it for sure. In uh, you know now or while we're recording, but oh no,
0: bro! Um, I should but, have yeah. mentioned that. I'm fucking rolling, baby. Hit me. <laughs> <laughs> there's
2: no. It's just. There's no start to this. No start. And the whole. It's just like lockdown.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's no start. There's no end. It's this like never-ending. Complete another total.
2: It's a tundra. <laughs> it's a tundra. Tell that we can't see the horizon. That's right.
0: It's the tundra of no podcasting.
2: It's what it is. We're lost. Um always.
0: Yeah, dude, it's a it's a bit of a fucking bummer. Huh?
2: Like Yeah, yeah. what do you yep. think? Yeah, I mean it's it's expected and it's the right thing to do, but yeah, it's a, it's it's hard for sure. Um, as I say, it's it's hard because it feels like there's no end in sight, really. Um,
0: it does feel like we're
2: barreling
0: months here, and that could just be me being pessimistic. But it it, it you know I just have a feeling yeah. in my bones that it's mm. not going to be, even be two weeks,
2: TB. No, it feels like it's going to keep going longer than two weeks for sure. Um, motherfuckers
0: just aren't taking it serious. Did you see those photos out of Bondi today?
2: Um, I didn't.
0: Ah oh, man, it's it's tell exactly what them. you'd expect. It's a group of people, probably about thirty people, doing personal training on like the outdoor equipment there at Bondi Beach, and they're like uh. all super ripped eastern suburbs motherfuckers with their shirts off, just like getting into some chin ups.
2: And are like, they are they working out together or they're in this-
0: close enough proximity that it's very difficult to tell.
2: <laughs> sure,
0: uh, you know, they might not all necessarily know each other or be part of the same group, but... Yeah. I mean, I know the majority of the cases are in Fairfield at the moment, which is obviously a long way from Bondi, but I don't mm. know, mate. It just feels like we haven't taken it as seriously as we needed
2: to. Well, they're still saying, you know, regardless of... They said three quarters of the uh, um, the transmissions in the last 24 hours or whatever it was, um, we're in Fairfield, but there was also a smattering of cases. I mean, it's, it's, it is it's everywhere. And that's kind of, I think that's the main difference this time around. I don't know about you, but um, this is sort of the first time that I've genuinely felt um, concerned that I'll get it, you yeah, know, right. um, uh, that I'm like actually a bit anxious about going to the, um, going shopping and that sort of thing. I mean, I'd been feeling, I'd felt, you know weird about it before but kind of going ah oh, jeez yeah I don't want to go out
0: <laughs> what well, do you reckon has made that change for you TV um I suppose
2: uh the amount of cases um and the, the the way it's like rapidly risen over the last what two three weeks yeah. god time is a flat circle how long have, <laughs> how long has <have> it been <laughs>
0: It's been also, 35 years, Tell. It's,
2: it's been, yeah. I am a 65 year old man. It's been 84 years, and I can still smell the fresh paint. And I'm happy to be here. I'm just happy to be able to be on this, this podcast as a 65 year old man. Talking you sound about great for 65,
0: Tell. You sound really good for it.
2: Thanks, man. Well, you know, I run. So yeah, that's you do. My it. Yeah, it's very powerful. Um, uh,. <laughs> The uh, I mean, look, I I was in I was in a stay-at-home order because I'd gotten back from Victoria. Oh yeah, um, that's right. A, a couple of weeks. So a couple of weeks prior to this lockdown, I was doing two weeks of a stay-at-home order because I'd visited um, my girlfriend's sh- Shout outs, uh, Doctor Doctor da- Daniel Moore. Um, uh, <laughs>
1: Doctor Danny. Uh,
2: Doctor Danny. Who who who? Um, uh, <laughs> I was in Victoria, came came back. Yeah. And um, yeah, got nabbed with a t- two week um, stay at home order because I had been in Victoria. Um, mm. so I had two weeks lockdown and then I think like two and a half weeks or so of normal ish life and then and then boom, lockdown again. I was born in the lockdown. <laughs> part of my being now
0: (laughs) yeah the rest of us have merely inherited it tell but you were you were (laughs) born in that darkness
2: you merely adopted
0: the dark i was born in it
2: yeah
0: ah fuck dude so are you feeling like you're starting to get good at it um
2: oh god i don't know if good is the right (laughs) word i'm like you know I think we're all learning what we all individually need yeah, for sure. during these kind of times because everyone's different, you know? Mm. Some people need to just chill out and order Hella Uber Eats and, you know, watch Loki. Um, Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> other people need to, like, go out and exercise to keep themselves happy. And I think it's all about trying to, yeah, oh God, as much as you can be positive, I suppose, and do anything that's going to help you feel lighter during heavy, heavy times. Oh, that's
0: lovely. That was quite poetic. Um, <laughs> mate, you're a guy who's always got a lot of things on the go. Like you've always mm. got a fuck ton of projects. Um, and I, I guess like, how has this lockdown affected all of the 400 irons you have in those different fires?
2: <laughs> um, well, there's certainly not 400 of them right now. Um, we... I was directing and had written a um, music video that I was making with um a group of really wonderful people and we were supposed to shoot this weekend oh, this, wow. this, we were we were supposed to shoot Friday to Sunday and it's quite a big project and um a lot of awesome people on board and um we yeah got to a point where when the lockdown was announced we realized we just need to postpone it so that that was that's been a pretty big kick in the guts because um the lead up to that um for for myself and everyone involved you know it takes it's a lot of um it takes a village uh, baby it takes a village it's a moving feast and it's and it's uh, a lot of emotional energy that you put towards you know getting a project up and like and all the work that goes into it and not just the logistical work but the as I say, the emotional energy that you put into something to kind of gear up and yeah. gear up and you're prepping, you're ready, you're ready to go into the ring and then all of a sudden there is no ring and you're like, wait, what do I do with all this energy? Um, but I had, I, that was disappointing, but you know we're postponing it. And we haven't lost any money. Yeah. Um, so that's a good thing. Um, and it's still absolutely going to happen, but you kind of end up in this limbo state, uh, where I found myself in this limbo state where um you know while i do i do have you know a couple of things on the boil at once i'm trying to keep one project or one or two one big project a smaller thing happening um at once so i can focus and uh really put all my energy towards that
1: yeah um
2: and so there was this part of me that didn't want to let go of the music video um that didn't want to kind of I was in like the denial stage of grieving, where like I knew I knew it was being postponed. Like I knew we weren't shooting. Intellectually, yeah, Um, yeah, absolutely. But in my heart, Patrick, in my heart, (laughs) I was like, I was still there. I was still thinking. I was still thinking about the the clip, and I was like, no, 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 I can't. I can't. I can't move to another project because Mm. that's that's the baby right now. You know, that's what we're that's what we're focusing on. But I kind of had a. a turning point, um, with the help of Dr. Dr. Moore, um, that uh, you know, I, I that it was okay to kind of move, pivot towards something else because I was I was waking up feeling like shit. If I'm not making mm-hmm. something, if I'm not, you know, I don't have a focus, something to create, then I do feel quite um, adrift. Yeah. Um, and that's just the way I am, and um, uh, and so to combat that and to kind of um to uh keep myself sane i you know had to had to focus on something else so i'm i'm uh continuing to write this feature that i've been writing for a while now and working on developing for a while now and getting people attached and that sort of thing but um Ooh. you know now i'm now i'm um i'm sitting down and <laughs> continuing to draft the actual script um so so that's been really helpful you know um yeah. just having something to, yeah, to fall back on. I, I applied for this acting scholarship as well, the Carmen du- uh, Duncan scholarship. Oh wow! And, um, that that required a uh, a self test. So I had some acting stuff to do as well. You know, no one was me. No one's telling me to act except for insurance ads. <laughs> so, so I'm going. I gotta I gotta give myself permission. <laughs> yeah. And um, to do this thing I really I, like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, but not everyone needs that. True. You know, not everyone 100%. needs to be super productive or, and, you know, far out. Like right now, I feel really like I feel energized and like I'm, you know, doing the damn thing. But I also need days where I'm, um, I just play PlayStation and, you know make a frozen nana's apple and blackcurrant pie and oh, put cream on it and put ice cream oh, on it shit. because i'm a piece of shit
0: tell i you love know? that so much man so. hey bro that brings me to the question of uh existential dread existential,
2: existential dread, dread. dread. <laughs> eh. <laughs>
0: as pies. as pies. Bring me to existential <laughs> dread. Yeah, that's 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 my process. That's what that's a Delicious
2: thing. Existential dread,
0: <laughs> bro. Uh, if you had to give yourself a number from one to ten, one being completely fine, ten being a total shaking meltdown of existential dread, how's your existential <sighs> dread? Tell.
2: Uh, look, I, I reckon I'm, I reckon I'm a six. I'm a six. It's mm. not, you know, existentially, you know, where New South Wales. We're in it together right now, you know. If it's, I think it would be harder if. I mean, I really feel for anyone who's like. There's always there's always a spectrum of how bad this shit is for people, obviously. Yeah, um, and you know, God, like you're hearing these stories of people, who've got it and have given it to their family and stuff. Yeah, fuck. Um, like being in isolation, you would really feel isolated like that. Um, whereas, you know, I think. You know, we're, we're, well, everyone's kind of in it together right now in New South Wales. Um... So, existential dread-wise, it's, you know, it's not pleasant. It's not a walk in the garden. I'm not, you know, I don't feel like I've found the meaning of life, but I... It's not full know. birds
0: and the bees. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. But it's also not one flew out of the cookie's nest. Yeah, you know?
0: great, great. Awesome, um,
2: awesome. Like, <laughs> we, we're surviving. Um, it's, it
0: is the, yeah. the, the transmissibility of it does give me pause as well. And, like... Mm. I was saying... I've been said this on every week. I'm going to say it again. It it feels like we've come so far and stayed exactly where we were. You know, like, it's hard to believe Mm. that a year ago, pretty much at this exact same time we were in lockdown with COVID V1, Mm. and we had all this time, we learned all this stuff, we've advanced so much, and here we are again in lockdown. And it's like... I, I mainly just feel fucking frustrated by it yeah i think that's the place i've got into is a state sure. of just like feeling annoyed that we've we've landed in this situation again like i didn't i love this podcast but i really didn't want to make a second season you know
2: <laughs> i don't you know what pat i don't think anyone wanted you to make a second season but it's good that you've
0: done it <laughs> <laughs> the the, cast, the podcast <laughs> nobody wanted <laughs>
2: I'm absolutely joking. I was hankering. I was chomping in the pit. You know what? Um, I have been running around without a mask on just <laughs> in the hope that we would have a breakout and that we we're going to lockdown and we get season two. Season baby. two, baby. Because it's back. season one left in such a cliffhanger. Oh,
0: such a cliffhanger. Me and Dave Burrows hanging out in my bloody study. Um,
2: <laughs> um, but what if you could put a name to this frustration, what would it be? Mm.
0: Put a name to it. I mean, if I was to give myself a number on the scale, I think I'm probably sitting at a seven. I think that okay. my my existential dread has gone up a lot in the last two weeks. Um, I'm in the lucky position of having been Pfizered. Um, so, Oh are
2: you, are you double Pfizered? I'm double Pfizered. Yeah. Oh,
0: you're invincible. I'm invincible. I'm I'm pretty much Iron Man. But you're, you're a superhero. Uh, I I worry for the rest of the other people in the state and i worry for a lot of my no mates and and the the i worry for sydney not taking this seriously and and it's spreading and i was just listening Mm. to a press conference from the guy who's the head of the who and apparently the delta variant is spreading rapidly in every part of the world now um Mm. and it's it seems like and this is the same thing that happened last time where it seemed like nothing was happening. And then all of a sudden it was a huge problem. Um, yeah, and it feels like I'm worried that, that, that whole bullshit that we've already gone through once we're going to go through again. And yeah. in the midst of that, just fucking weird stuff tell like uh, vaccine yeah. hesitancy, like people not wanting to do it, our own government, like just being fucking weirdos and not mm. being able to give us a straight answer. Um, yeah you know that
2: all of that stuff's
0: really annoying as well
2: definitely yeah it's um the the i mean i was just thinking like i say right now i'm at an existential dread level of 6 but the other day like 2 days ago i um it I was the it was the the morning where we hit triple digits oh yeah and i me i saw that and immediately was like ooh is my throat sore? I think my throat's sore. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, my throat's sore. Oh, my God, I've got a dry cough. And I, I went and got a test. Did you? I, I went and got a test. Um, and, like, maybe my throat was kind of sore. Maybe that's just normal kind of cold, wintry, you know, feeling unwell. But it's the mildest of symptoms. They tell you the mildest I'm of so symptoms. Go get a test. So so at that point, I reckon my existential dread, you know, fanging it down Parramatta Road to <laughs> have a field testing drive-through, probably at a good nine, I would say. At that point, I was at nine existential dread. And that was only 48 hours ago. It is, as I say, it is a shifting room... The walls are changing, it's Inception, it's the hallway in Inception.
0: <laughs> it's the hallway in Inception, that's what it is, it's the hallway in Inception, but in sweatpants. Is,
2: is, but is, in sweatpants, it's Joseph Gordon-Levitt in sweatpants, <laughs> running along your walls, <laughs> and you're onto your roof, and, you know, you just hope that he's going to get out of that hallway at some point.
0: Oh fuck, don't you, don't you. Um. Big boy, what about some recommendations, TB? What have you been doing to keep yourself sane? What have you been reading, watching, or, or listening to that's been really good for your body, your bones, and your soul?
2: Lately, I've been cooking a lot. Get out of here. Yeah, I've been um, uh, t- trying some new dishes that I haven't haven't really done before. Okay. I baked a pie the other day. Get out of here. I baked a full pie. Um, what sort of pie? some leftover. I'm going to have some for dinner tonight. It's glorious. Um, it's a chicken and leek pie. Mm. And, um, you know, the nice thing about it was that it was something that um, my mum used to make when I was a kid. Get out of here. And uh, and I asked her, I was like, you know, what's the uh, – can you send me the recipe for – do you have the recipe for that, for that pie? And she emailed it to me and it's this uh, phyllo pastry chicken and leek pie. And mm. – um, and I'd never made a pie, uh, I was going to say from scratch, but I didn't make the pastry. I'm not a psychopath. <laughs> um, but, the, uh, you know, I made the pie from, I birthed the pie, you know. <laughs> um, and it was amazing. It was delicious. And it's, uh, it's lasted me all week. And it also was very comforting because mm. it tasted just like Mama used to make it. <clears throat> and you know that kind of comfort food um i think was very helpful yeah actually that's a um, wonderful thing tb and i i've got a slow cook oh uh, i've got a slow cook i got a i got a really special fancy breville slow cooker again yeah. shout outs, dr daniel moore for giving me the slow cooker <laughs> um uh the um and i've been using the heck out of that i made a uh really gorgeous um, winter vegetable slow-cooked soup. Um, And so I made the pie and the soup at the beginning of the week. And so I've just been kind of alternating between those Mm. um, over the week. Uh, So cooking's been really helpful. That's kind of a feel. You, it's a productive sort of thing, you know.
0: Mate, have you have you found it? Because you just moved into a a one bedroom apartment. By a little lonesome before mm. this happened, and like, mm. how has that been being in a in a, a solo human in lockdown?
2: Um, well, the living by myself is great. Uh, I think um, having it, it's quite a big. It's a decent sized apartment, so. Uh, it's it's really nice to have my own space and have enough, you know, room that I don't feel cooped up. Yeah. Right. You know, um, uh, obviously, uh, Danny, my girlfriend is in Melbourne. So that's tricky, yeah. um, in terms of the lonesome side of things, but, um, you know, doing everything you can to kind of, um, combat the kind of, that kind of isolation, like, you know, obviously, we play Dungeons and Dragons together. We certainly do. We Certainly do. We love that. We do. Um, and we've got a group of friends that we we do that with. Um, I uh, we started some uh, Dave Burrows and um, some other friends, um, other filmmaker friends, and myself. We started a movie club. Um, oh. uh, last lockdown. Excuse me. Uh, last lockdown, and uh, we've decided to start that back up. And we've got movie club tonight. Oh, sick, tell. Let me let me tell you about Movie Club. Hit me. So the way that Movie Club works is we all there's like five of us that we all need to watch a film that none of us have seen. So because we're a group of filmmakers, that that's really quite tricky to find a film that none of us have seen. Uh-huh. Um, and so it en- ends up usually being something kind of old or obscure or, like, a very, like, famous um, uh, iconic tentpole in the film history canon film that uh, that you kind of go, oh, do I really want to watch Casablanca? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, like, we watched THX, um, that George Lucas film. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, like his first or second film. Yeah, it was, yeah. like, a feature version of his graduating film from uh from film school Mm. um but this time around um yeah we just watched this uh prison film uh scum from the 70s um a juvenile prison film and um uh where we're jumping on zoom and having a little catch up and we'll talk about the film
0: tell that's Um, fucking lovely it's great it's really good do you know just to give lockdown some props for a second is, is that it does give you the opportunity to do stuff like that, which in day-to-day real out times life, you don't get the chance to really do. Like Mm. finding the time to be able to like sit down and watch a movie and then just sit down with your buds and talk about it on a weekly basis for like freelance creatives is next to fucking impossible. Mm. Um, Even for us being able to find a day to sit down and play Dungeons and Dragons for a couple of hours was nearly impossible as well. So it does give you that, weirdly, it does give you that opportunity because everybody's free,
2: right? Absolutely. Yeah, it is. um, That is one of the silver linings. Absolutely. (laughs)
0: Arguably <laughs> for the very few silver linings but it's definitely there. It's um, one of them. Cool, man. So you've been cooking, you've been doing some movie club, anything else that's been really helpful for you that you've been loving?
2: Oh, you know. Gotta talk about Lego. Yeah, I knew you would. Oh, I knew you oh, would. We've got we to buddy talk about Lego. I, about that. I love Lego i've I've been enjoying building Lego, um, and some of our friends have also been enjoying building Lego. It's nice to have a hobby that um, doesn't require a screen. Mm. Um, is sort of a consistent positive that we've found that um, it's good to be able to you know pop on some music and just like um, do something with your hands yeah. um, and um, follow like um, we're not quite at free building stage yet. But like following the instructions, like there's these great, they're the great Lego colorful manuals that you've got and they and their instructions are clear and you're like, this is what I have to do. And then each little bag, because Lego comes in bags now, so you don't just have oh. a big thing of Lego. It's like they're numbered bags that you that you can um compartmentalize your um your building journey. Uh you 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 finish a bag and you've built something. You've, it's it's a it's a cool little section of a thing or it's a little thing that you've made. Um, I just built an R two D two. Ah, cool. Um, finished building our best friend R two. Uh, <laughs> so that's been really enjoyable. Man, and how did you say, get into
0: this thing? How did you get into this lot as well? If you want to finish your well, sentence
2: before I cut you off, I'm so sorry. No, no, I was going to say, I was just going to say, give it, a, give it a crack. Just buy yourself a little, just a little Lego something. Just a little Lego <laughs> something and see if you enjoy it. And maybe you will. And maybe you'll have a brand new fun hobby where you build beautiful things and don't know where to put them in your house. <laughs> um.
0: yeah, you buy a whole new bookcase from Ikea <laughs> and then you get to build
2: that. I just like Lego, but you know, bigger. I had the thought this morning, I was like, is it responsible to do a contactless pickup of a beautiful little 1970s sideboard so that i can facilitate the purchasing of a $1400 millennium falcon a f- you know
0: $1400 millennium falcon tell
2: i'm I, i'm pretty sure it's $1400 this the, there will be <laughs> listeners at home going it's not $1400 it's definitely over a thousand wow um yeah we can fact check that but uh but it's you know it's definitely over a g uh, Damn, tell. And it's big. It's big. Oh, I
0: bet it is, mate. I bet it's big and it's beautiful and it's detailed. Uh, yeah. Hope so. Uh, but big boy, how did you get into it? What What was your gateway drug?
2: Well, I loved Lego as many of us did when I was younger, Absolutely. when I was a kid. Um, and then you know, stopped building Lego. Um, but then last lockdown, um. I, I, Lego had just kind of been in my periphery, a um, fr- sure. couple of friends of mine had um, started watching Lego Masters mm. and mentioning Lego, and then um, uh, when I was in lockdown, I was like, huh, I wonder if there's any, like, cool, like, I, I think I became aware that there was actually a, a culture of, like, adult Lego. Um, where, like, it was actually quite complex stuff, like technique and that sort of thing. Stuff huh. that's quite. Because, like, the stuff that. <laughs> Pat, let me tell you. The, <laughs> stuff, the stuff that I build, no little bloody kid. Oh, build mate, what no I little
0: bloody little chap no around is going to build tinny, this. No, no. Little no.
2: Timmy, little Sally couldn't bloody get around the Lego that I build. It's too complicated. <laughs> mate. It's yeah, too yeah, complicated. Yeah. They get frustrated and cry, just like I did when yeah. I was a kid. Um, so I looked up the le- le- looked up what the the zeitgeist of Lego was, and uh, found the nineteen eighty nine Tim Burton Batmobile. Hot damn! Yeah, and it just sung to me, <laughs> and um, and I, you know, what else am I going to spend money on in lockdown? And I was like, shit, I'm going to get this Batmobile. And um, I got it and, oh, man, it was so much fun. It was so so much fun. And it was so satisfying and I loved it. And there were all these cool little surprises along the the way and it, you know, really, it took me back to my childhood, just like Mama's Pie. (laughs) and. There's um, <laughs> a real theme There's a real Isn't theme, it? mate There's a real theme of regression Just reverse Just yeah. reverse <laughs> yeah. just,
0: just, Return to the womb Return to the womb R- Racket <laughs> down the gears, baby <laughs> Watch some cartoons Eat some yeah. of your mama's pie And build some Lego yeah. babies Welcome to lockdown That's right, yeah um, Legitimately, yourself- that sounds
2: great, though Yeah, yeah, exactly Yeah um, uh, So So that was kind of my way back into Lego And then um, you know, um, a bunch of us started buying Lego and egging each other on, legging each other on. Oh, and, uh, oh. And then,
0: and I'm putting terrible. a bull tish
2: in there. Yeah. Oh, or, or you could just <laughs> cut it entirely. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it was. Um, uh, it, it was that was the gateway drug for Tim Burton 1989 oh. Batmobile. Wow, and you know that Tim Burton
0: uh, 1989 Batman film has been the gateway drug for so many people on so many things. Um, absolutely i think it got a lot Correct of kinksters no. started with with uh you know <laughs> catwoman there and i think um
2: well i uh, look i don't want to uh, catwoman was introduced in the uh the tim burton cinematic universe in batman returns which was i believe 1992 wow. or something around that not wow. quite the 1989 but um <laughs> but i see what you mean i, I understand i, I apologize
0: I, to the fanboys out there who hey, just threw hey. their iphones away
2: no, no apologies necessary. Just don't do it again.
0: <laughs> Regardless, <laughs> seminal films, tell, and uh, not only Absolutely. did they do that for all of those humans, but they brought you into Lego, which is which is something I think has just a, been a wonderful hobby for you, pal. Brought yeah. You what what have you
2: What have you been doing? What have you been doing that hasn't been sc- using utilizing a screen?
0: Uh, uh, oh, geez, man. My hobbies on that, on that front have been really small. I've been spending so much time in front of the screen. It's been ridiculous. The only sure. things I've been doing is getting out and trying to sand back and revarnish these tables, but... Oh. Been, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two little coffee tables I've been working on for a little while in my, in my main room there. Um, gone for the high gloss varnish tell, and and let me tell you, after a coat, <laughs> sensational. <laughs> Can
2: then, you see yourself
0: in it? Oh, yeah, nearly. Uh, but you know what? Oh. I, the problem is, TB, in classic Pat Cullen fashion, because I'm a nugget, um, And it, I, I'd, I'd varnished this table and I'd left it outside, but it still yeah. had a couple of hours drying to go. However, right. Polly and I were very keen to sit and, and eat this beautiful curry that she'd made and watch Loki wow. um, because Great. obviously, right? And so I was like, fuck it, it's got a couple of hours drying to go, but I'll just whack a towel over it and put my bowl on top of it and she'll be right. She okay. was not right, Tell. She was not mm. right. Um, there mm. are now big big circular marks on the top of that table that I'm gonna have to sand back and sand and varnish uh, again. Well, I've created more work alone. for myself. That's,
2: that's the life of a carpenter, living and learning. <laughs>
0: Exactly. And but no man, I've been getting up for lots of walks. I've been doing quite a few runs. I'm trying to meet up with uh, Michael Collins and, and play cricket once a week too. So that's Well, I thing. was about
2: to say, Pat, um I, I went for a run yesterday and I opened up the uh, Nike Run Club app and I saw my friend Patrick Cullen has, has put in some Ks this month. He's put in some Ks, baby. He's yes, back. he's out there. He's coming back. He's, he's- coming back. Yeah, in a big way.
0: In a very, very slow way, Tell. I can't Look, tell you how much speed I've lost. It's more of a controlled stagger, as my mum likes to say at the moment. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> that's excellent.
2: But that's, I mean, somewhere. that's where you, that's, you know, it's better than nothing. Absolutely. Oh and man, it's I think the, it's so important. It's the journey. It's a journey. That's how you you start.
0: But on that, and this is just purely inquiry from me, um, it's so fucking cold at the moment trying to run in the mornings. It is just Mm. monumentally cold. Are you running in like um, track pants? Are you running in a a jumper or a jacket of some kind out there?
2: I am running in. Naked. What are they called? You're, you're going with your look at there. No, no. Intimidating I, well, first the public. First of all, I don't run in the morning. Oh, just decisive. Yeah, I decidedly do not run in the morning. I run in the afternoon. I feel like I, I don't know. I'm just not a morning exercise person. Sure. I I tried that, um, and I found my pace was slower, and I just didn't enjoy it as much. Yeah. I like to be able to run out my day. Yeah, you know? right. yeah, yeah. So, like, you've had your day and you just, whatever happened that day, whatever Gladys told you, whatever. <laughs> However many cases whatever, there were. Yeah, whatever you told yourself in your brain, you go and you run it out and it's great. Um, uh, so, but it's still cold because, like, I'm running usually around maybe 4.30, 5 o'clock or something like that and, you know, I'll, I'll be running maybe for 50 minutes or so um, and, so, by the time I'm back, it's quite dark and it's cold. Um, so, I've got um, tights. Tight tights. We're men. We're men in tights. We roam around the forest looking for heights. We're men. Tights. We're men in tights. I've got tights. So, I run, run. I've, got tights, I've got my tights and I've got my shorts over my tights. And if it's going to maybe rain, which, look, I am a sucker for a rain run. Let me tell you, wow! There is nothing more satisfying. It's so good. It's like not a full, not full rain. Pissing That's down, just, sure. Yeah, yeah, that kind of sucks. But if it's not too dark and it's a bit drizzly, it's very, and you got your music in and you're feeling it, and it just cools you down a little bit. Um, and you got your flow going. It's it's quite nice. Um, but uh, if, it feel, if it feels like it might rain, I'll pop on a um, a jumper as well. Um, so I've got like a running jumper. Um, yeah, I need
0: one of those. That's gonna be the big thing for me, I think. I'm gonna go and buy one of those instead of my the, the Lego.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also, um, I have to say, uh, the, you, obviously your shoes are so important. Oh yeah. Yeah, your oh, wheels. You gotta have good wheels. You gotta have good wheels. Um, so I've got I'm rocking the um, Nike Pegasus oh wow um, and they're like running on clouds <laughs> <That's
0: great. laughs> what a sterling review from you <laughs> um, big fella we're kind of getting to the end here so any any final thoughts from you mate anything you want to leave the people with any other recommendations that you wanted to get to that I may have skipped over uh, I think
2: all I really want to say is just you know be kind to yourself and each other and um <sighs> look, we'll get through it. (laughs) Joseph Gordon-Levitt will get through the hallway and the film will finish and we'll move on and we won't know if it was a dream or not.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much, Del. Really appreciate your time, mate. You look after yourself.
2: My pleasure. Pleasure to be here. Thanks, mate. You too. See you, buddy. Bye. Ciao. Ciao.
0: Thanks to Tell Benjamin for joining us on the show. What a sweetheart. What a legend. What an absolute champion of a guy. We will be back next week with another interview with another great human trying to give you a little bit of hope and life through this lockdown times, folks, and we will do that every week until we are out of this one horse town. A couple of little credits for you ladies and gents, what a treat, what a dream. Our intro music was P. Diddy with Bad Boys for Life, 2001 Bad Boy Records. We had news clips from 7 News, ABC News, CBS and BBC, all dated today, that's the 14th of the 7th. Other clips were from The Mighty Boosh, BBC 2007, Titanic 1997, Paramount Pictures, The Dark Knight Rises, 2012 Warner Brothers and Men in Tights 1993, Century Fox. This happening jam is Bossa Bossa by Kevin McLeod of Groovy 2016. Kevin makes a range of royalty-free music at Incompetech.com. You should check it out. The Isocast is created, edited, and produced by me, Patrick Cullen at Ginger Snap Productions. All of our music and clips are used in conjunction with our APRA AMCOS license 1099. Also, if you're still listening to this, whip your phone out real quick and just bloody hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, hit the five star button, send it to a mate, do us a favour. That would be sensational. Thank you so much for listening to the Isocast, folks. Really appreciate your time and we'll be back next week with more fun, life, laughter and a bit of hope to get you through lockdown. All right, ladies and gents, stay safe out there. Don't touch your face, wash those hands and get vaccinated. Woo!